Hi, Greg Perry, the historic preservationist. Uh, this episode is going to uh, talk about shutters uh, and just a little bit about uh, working the last five, six years um, on the Shivers House Museum in historic Woodstown, New Jersey. Um, it comprises shutters from three different centuries. The, uh, the South End, which is the oldest tavern in the state of New Jersey, the oldest colonial tavern, the sign of the Key Tavern, has a few of the original shutters going back to the late 17th century. And the center portion, um, which uh, Samuel Shivers had uh, constructed uh, the first quarter of the 18th century, and then the last portion, which was built in 1813. Um, so you can see how each subsequent century, when the house was added onto, that everyone tried to make the uh, the shutters look uh, quite a bit similar to to the years before or the century before, and it's a good job. But there's there's small differences, and and I'm sure these were due to the you know you don't have an exact molding plane profiles the of the last century. Uh, I'm sure they could find them if they tried, but you know they had to use somewhat what was available, and don't forget the shutters on the top, or the second story of the house were louvered. And uh, this was for airflow. So, I mean, people breaking into your house in the 18th century, 17th century was huge. I mean, people needed a place to live. They wanted food and, you know, they'd break into your house. So that was one of the reasons you had shutters. You had shutters for this was security and you could batten them down when you closed them every night at the end of the day. Uh, in addition to those shutters on the downstairs, the first floor were raised panels that's for premium protection, but uh, and the, the shutters on the top floor for were louvered shutters. So, um, and you know, so two different things going on here. Louvered shutters is to, you know, get better airflow. Also, in the heat of the summer, when the house really heats up, the heat's, heat's rising to the second floor, and it's going out the second floor windows, which are open through the, uh, you know, the ventilation. Uh, slats of the of the shutters, so so two different type of shutters. If uh, you know, kind of really a common question that's been uh, gets paused quite a bit to me. So so let's uh, let's get on the shutters here. So a brief history. So often maintained purely for decoration, window shutters and blinds originally served important functions. When closed, they protected house interiors from the elements and intruders. Shutters in northern climates were used primarily for extra insulation from the cold. In the south, however, blinds were designed to beat the heat. Frontier houses had often shuttered windows due to the scarcity of glass. And don't forget, early American shutters played the same role as doors and were often of heavy, single board, or batten type, which were made by matched boards that could be bolted and barred. They played a key defensive role longer in the Southwest, where most were hewn out of heavy boards and often chiseled in ornate patterns. In the latter half of the 18th century, paneled shutters and louvered blinds began to appear. By the 19th century, designs matched the changes in window shapes. For example, Bifolds solved the problem of covering larger windows. Palladian and round-top windows created a need for curved styles, and pointed Gothic windows 
required pointed shutters. Prior to the 19th century, shutters were made by local carpenters and cabinet makers using hand tools and hand planes. When technological advances came, more sophisticated shutters. Woodworking machines made the mass production of movable slats possible so you could direct the air coming in and the air coming out, and blinds became commonplace to provide ventilation. For those who could afford the convenience, interior styles became quite popular. Shutter hardware also increased in complexity. Some designs required 40 items per pair, 40 different parts or components prepared to make up one shutter, while reducing the difficulties of operating and closing shutters. In the Victorian era, the importance of functional shutters began to decline. Up north, better plaster, multiple fireplaces, and new steam and hot water heating reduced the need for closing windows and shutters. Storm windows could block the coal without blocking the view. Vacation homes, however, still required working shutters for off-season security. Although woven wire screens advanced ventilation at the turn of the century, blinds remain essential for the temper, temperature control in the South. Shutter paint colors also reflected the transition to a more decorative role. The transitional black and dark green common during the colonial and Greek revival periods were replaced by a variety of colors in the Victorian era. In the 20th century, post-Victorian homes continued to be built with shutters, but many were tacked on simply for decoration. After World War II, combination storm windows made functional exterior shutters in the northeast much less practical. But working blinds have endured as useful architectural elements in the South to this day. So let's talk about painting and maintenance tips of shutters. So there's no need to shutter at the thought of shutter maintenance. Here are some simple tips that can save you time and money on a project involving one pair or 101 pairs. So devise a system and label your shutters as you remove them. Carve or stamp the number in an inconspicuous spot and record the number on a map of each side of the house. Be prepared for birds, bees, and bats behind shutters. Particularly in the the Shivers house, probably tonight there's a whole multitude of bats living there behind the shutters on the front windows. So, and keep a can of Hornet Bomb handy and note that most sprays will stain asphalt shingles. Early mornings is the best time to remove inhabited shutters. If slats, hardware, or other elements are missing, look for these pieces on the ground beneath the window, especially behind brush. Loose slats can be bowed back into place without disassembling the shutter. Secure a four or six-penny nail driven through the style. Missing slats can be replaced with salvage from other blinds or lattice. Use a knife, coping saw, or sandpaper to shape the ends. So helpful tools for hand scraping slats are a carpenter's draw knife, an old kitchen knife with a blade stuck in a wood handle. Use an ice pick, awl, or screwdriver to pick the corners. For quick repairs of loose 
rail and style joints, square the shutter on a workable a work table, then drill a quarter inch hole through the joint and insert a glue slathered wooden peg. So cut out a piece of quarter inch wooden peg and just whittle the end off with a knife and drive it through the hole. So the four corners of the square peg in the round hole um, pull itself very tight. So missing yoke pins can be replaced with rust-proof staples driven in with needle-nose pliers. To clean shutters before painting, take them to a high-pressure do-it-yourself car wash. Prepare a storage spot for freshly painted shutters. If you lack a garage, barn, or shop space, use your lawn. Lay out a drop cloth, string a taut rope, and lean the shutters against a line to dry. So note, plastic tarps turn green grass yellow if you leave them down too many days. So don't destroy your yard while you're doing this. Also avoid shutter painting on a windy day. For best primer penetration, mix one pint of Penetrol to one gallon of an oil-based primer. Tint the primer to aid the one coat coverage with a dark top coat. Spraying is by far the quickest way to paint onto fixed slat shutters. Spray them leaning against a covered fence or stepladder. Use a dry brush to pull out drips and sags and work the paint onto the wood. Paint the shutters backside first. Start with the slat ends and jab paint into the corners with a brush. This will ruin a good brush if you don't use the best. For extra, for extra water protection, keep a strip of lead or copper flashing across the top rail ends of the shutters. So otherwise you're going to have deterioration of the top of the shutters into the exposed end grain and, and that's not a good thing. But let's just go over a, a shutter glossary as we finalize this episode. So uh, a shutter, a hinged or sliding system of boards serving as a movable window cover. It can be made from a single board, a series of boards secured to battens or panels set into a mortise and tenon frame. When closed, shutters block light, heat, cold, inclement weather, and intrusion. A blind often used interchangeably with a shutter. Window cover constructed with styles and rails and louvers, also called slats or vanes, designed to protect the window while allowing ventilation. Louvers can be fixed or movable. A Venetian blind, a blind with movable slats, former name for adjustable exterior louvered shutters, usually refers to interior blinds which can be pulled up together by means of cords. An Indian shutter, a misnomer. This term is commonly used to reference the interior panel frame shutters designed for privacy and insulation. Interior shutters built to fold into a, into a recess, a shutter box provide for them. The window jam are called box shutters also. A Dutch shutter. Shutters built in two sections, top and bottom, which operate independently. A shutterette, a modern term for bifold interior blinds. A hinge attaches shutter to a structure or pair of shutters to each other. 
A tremendous variety of styles and designs allow the shutter to pivot fully out of the window opening and lay flat against the wall and also facilitate removal. Style ranges from narrow shutter butts to wide swinging H hinges. Advanced shutter hinge designs include self-locking and gravity locking features to hold the shutter in position. A pintle hinge, the fixed pin on which the removable shutter leaf hangs its made on. A shutter dog or turn or turnbuckle, an S or dart shaped fastener mounted to a wall or window sill to hold the shutter open, usually attached with a lag screw or drive nail. A blind fast shutter holdback, a spring-like device, either a movable latch or curly cue wire mounted to the bottom of a shutter which clicks onto the back catch when open and is a still catch when closed. A shutter bar, a pivoting bar for holding shutters closed. A shutter bolt, a sliding dead bolt of early construction which locks the shutters closed. A shutter lift, a bundle fixed to a shutter for convenience in opening or closing. A shutter worker, a crank which opens and closes shutters from indoors, often incorporating a blind adjuster which holds the shutter or blind in a fixed position. And lastly, a yoke pin, the pin or staple which assures a movable louver in the center post of a blind. So thanks everyone for listening to Shutters. Greg Perry, the Historic Preservationist, signing out.